You know, I just want to, again, I want to highlight this uh, two-year note. It got hit pretty hard. Coming back a bit, It was the, the yield was up over 0.88. It's back down to 0.87, but it, recently it's been trading around 0.82. A couple of sentences really important in these FOMC minutes, a story written up by two of our terrific uh, Federal Reserve team members in Washington, D.C., Chris Condon and Craig Torres. Participants expressed a range of views about the likelihood that incoming information would make it appropriate to adjust the stance of policy at the time of the next meeting. Most had agreed that if incoming data supported the rate hike, they would go for it. Uh, Referring to the June meeting, officials generally judged it appropriate to leave their policies open, their options open, excuse me, and maintain the flexibility to make the decision based on the economy. Matt Bosler, you come in now. uh, New York-based member of our terrific Federal Reserve team. Uh, You're actually reading through the minutes right now. What's hopping out at you? Yeah, so I think the uh, main sentence that jumps out at me here is several participants were concerned that the incoming information might not provide sufficiently clear signals to determine by mid-June whether an increase in the target range for the federal funds rate would be warranted. So yes, they did say it was likely if the economy did what they wanted, but it sounds like several uh, were concerned that they might not get the info they needed. And so that to me kind of sounds like um, you know, maybe we need to wait uh, and hear some more from uh, Stanley Fisher, who is speaking tomorrow, uh, Bill Dudley, the New York Fed president, who is also speaking tomorrow, to see uh, sort of what they think about how the data have been coming in. A nice big move in the dollar against the uh, yen, Matt Bosler. Tell us about dollar strength right now. Yeah, so, you know, that was something that uh, was was definitely on their radar a lot and, and concerning uh, at the beginning of the year. And um, the dollar uh, came down uh, quite a bit. And uh, just in the last few days, we've seen that strengthening again. Uh, we don't see uh, many uh, references to the dollar in the minutes here. So that, I think, is definitely something that they're feeling a little bit better about. But, of course, uh, you know, the more we talk about about, uh, Fed rate hikes, the the more the risk that that goes back up, and we you know get back into that uh, that positive feedback loop again. Yeah, and then it becomes a question of when, rather rather than whether. I mean, I'm looking at the world interest rate probability that WIRP function on the Bloomberg terminal. It's now as far as July, which seems to be in play for some reason. Thirty three percent chance of a rate increase by July. So it does go to show you. I mean, is what you're seeing in uh, the minutes sort of consistent with that idea? Can I just break in and just tell you what happened to oil just as the uh, FOMC meeting minutes were released? You saw that we had oil move higher today. The West Texas uh, intermediate contract trading higher than about $48.80 now, uh, a drop of about a tenth of percent. But you can just watch it just tick lower uh, as the uh, FOMC meeting minutes were released. So lower oil prices. uh, And I guess that also means uh, we'll come back and look at bond prices. I also just want to point out real quickly this line. It says several FOMC participants just that the risk to the economic outlook were now roughly balanced. So that's something that we've been wondering about because uh, they stopped including a balance of risk assessment in the min- in the statement, but here in the minutes it's saying that What does that mean, Matt? Well, it means that they no longer see downside risks as necessarily outweighing upside risks, and that is sort of seen in the markets as a, um, uh, a prerequisite uh, for further rate hikes. So... Uh this, but does this, you know... So get ready for June. Well, and everybody can weigh in, I think. To me, I'll just say that yeah, you can get ready for June, PM, but this is what they have been saying. Seems to me the door is open when the Federal Reserve says it's a live meeting. What they mean is we're going to seriously 
debated. It doesn't mean they're saying we think a rate hike is necessarily likely. They're going to look at all the data coming in. This supports, Matt, seems to me that this is going to be a live meeting, but there's going to probably be a pretty hot debate about, and we're going to have another jobs report. But they're already having the debate in public, right? John Williams, president of the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, has already talked about two or maybe three. Sure, sure, sure. But they're not sitting down at a table as they do in Washington, D.C. And at that, they they really do debate. They put their views on the table, and then they have to come to some kind of consensus. That's what's going to be the question in June. Yeah, that's exactly right. So again, it'll be interesting to hear what uh, Fisher and Dudley say tomorrow. Um, And of course, we still have a few uh, more major data releases. Remind our listeners why Dan Fisher and Bill Dudley are so important. So these are the two outside of uh, Janet Yellen, the Fed chair, who you really need to listen to because Stan Fisher is, of course, the vice chair. Uh, Bill Dudley is the New York Fed president. He has he is the only regional bank president with a permanent vote on the FOMC. He gets to vote every every year. Everyone else has to rotate. So those are the really the key uh, the three people, and and they haven't spoken a lot lately, uh, frankly, about their views. These other people who have been talking a lot about uh, you know potential rate hikes in June are more um, the regional Fed presidents who are seen as slightly less influential than that key inner circle. Dave Wilson? I'm just looking back at the S&P 500, reminding myself, you know, we've had a couple of instances where there was real concern about rates going up. You look back to August and you see stocks fell out of bed, bounce back. You see January, same thing happened again, stocks bounce back. So I suppose the question now as we go into June is are we headed for a third time with that scenario playing out? Because we really have seen, you know, you look at the S&P 500 sort of reestablish itself in the range that you saw before the first and the second moves down. And, you know, we get to the end of the week, it'll be a year since we've seen a new high for the index. So, you know, it kind of raises the question of whether the bull market is even still in existence. But nonetheless, I mean, it is something to uh, consider as we Quick question. You've got about 10 seconds, Matt Bowles. Do you think there's a greater risk of dissent at the next meeting? Oh, yeah, definitely uh, on both sides. So yeah, we'll For see. the hiker against it. That's right. We'll see what happens. Okay. I want to thank you both very much. I'm Matt Bosler of Bloomberg News, a Federal Reserve reporter, and of course, uh, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commons, to be joining us in the next hour of Taking Stock right here on Bloomberg Radio.